everyone. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, July 6th, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. And just as a, uh, you know, as a new thing, we also have listening live uh, Alpha, Grinch McScrooge, Josh, a.k.a. Perondiac, and uh, Jeff, the Pittsburgh Atheist. Woo-hoo. What is this? So, what is this uh, shit? Why are they getting props? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> because they support the show, and we really appreciate it. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't know if this was a new tier on the uh, Patreon that you get a shout out. <laughs> no, nothing that fancy. I'm I'm lazy. What are All you right. about? Welcome, guys. <laughs> so on this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you want to join in on the conversation, you could sign up on our Patreon page, and that will allow you to chat with us directly as we record. Uh, we record Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, if you can't do that, you can post something to our Facebook page or tweet to us at Profane Arg. Uh, this week, we're back. We were off last week. Uh, but this week, we'll be talking about, uh, I've got some Delta variant information that will surprise no one. And, uh, something that may surprise you, uh, Trump cited in the White House, inside the White House. Wait. See? Oh, it's not even, the, it? <laughs> it's not even August 13th yet. What's going on? Yeah, I know. We'll, we'll get, we'll get to that later. I'm going to leave you in suspense for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Uh, first thing I wanted to mention, we talked about uh, Tenpenny. What's her name? Sherry Tenpenny, the doctor who, uh, an osteopath, who was all about the uh, anti-vax and saying that, you know, it magnetizes you and that yes. ridiculous other woman who was trying to stick keys to her throat. And- Non-ferrous metal keys, yes. Now that you have brought that, we've talked about that story, I saw another story where people were putting magnets on meat. Have you seen this? No. No. Yeah, so people are taking those little flat magnets and they're like, there's something going on with the meat and it's sticking against meat and they're putting it over the sticker. Look, it's going over the sticker. I'm like, I wonder if this is related to the vaccine. It's a <laughs> magnet problem. <laughs> Nobody could come up with a reason as to why that was happening. I thought it might have been it was just sticking to the plastic because no one ever took the meat out of the plastic and then put the oh. magnet against it to show me that it was actually happening. It was always in the plastic. Well, plastic is sticky. Well, both plastic and raw meat have traction. Like right. No, I know. Right. They they are both cohesive and adhesive. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know if these two things are correlated yet, but you know, hmm. they'll, uh, all be, they'll all be vegetarian soon. Apparently, Tenpenny has not stopped her anti-vax stuff uh, to the point that she is now banned from Twitter. So sweet information. Nice. Can join Trump in the banned from Twitter group. Maybe she can go join Gitter. <laughs> is that, is that, the, new, that is the new one? Yeah, yeah. Is that the uh, is that the one that's done by um, uh, who's his Breitbart sidekick? Jason something? Nope, nope. The, he was uh, one of Trump's main minions. Steve Miller? Bannon. Oh no, Steve oh, he's, ba- Steve, he, Steve Bannon and some uh, Asian billionaire are behind Getter. And Jason Miller, yeah, is the face of it. Anyway, oh, I fucking hate him. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I think Banner was. Uh, I thought he was doing another thing. He's got a radio show, doesn't he? But I feel like his only guest is the pillow guy, because that's the only time I ever see a clip <laughs> of it. And he's constantly trying to get him to shut up, so I don't know how much of a talk show this is. So we're being told on Discord that it's everybody saying it's Jason Miller, and Jason Miller, isn't that that weird-looking guy that used to be on CNN all the time? Yes, he used Kinda. to go. Yeah, he's always on the wrong side of everything. Uh, every argument, he's... Huh. They would bring him on for alternative point of view, and it was it just got further and further to the right wing crazy conspiracy stuff. That's him. Yep. 
So yeah, Sherry Tenpenny is on Getter. So there you go. Thanks, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff are you on Getter? Yeah, he is on he, Getter. Uh, yes. he, <laughs> he had it on. He posted it in Discord a few days back. So on Getter, do you send a get? What do you? How does it? What the fuck does the name mean? Not that Twitter makes any fucking sense, but hmm. at least tweeting and Twitter seem to work. On Getter, he, do you send? Do you send out a tweet? <laughs> maybe you get her done. I don't know. I send out a get to get, you get got. No, I don't get got. You get got. <laughs> <laughs> That's your name, Jared's internet girlfriend. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's the the strutting. <laughs> Man, I like everything about that thread that just happened. <laughs> oh, there's no S in there. It just says Jared, internet girlfriend. <laughs> 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 All right, that's all I've got about Tenpenny. I'm moving on. Okay. I have a thousand questions about Getter, but go ahead and move on. <laughs> right, yeah, I don't have any answers, so. Uh, so, on to the news. Uh, I wanted to uh, mention the heat wave. Specifically, I've got an article from Vice talking about uh, the heat wave in Siberia. It hit 118 degrees in Siberia, and actually, I think since this article came out, it actually got hotter. It was uh, like near 120, 121, something like that. I mean, we've had a heat wave all across the, the West Coast and pretty much everywhere, actually, but the West Coast was exceptionally bad. But Siberia, 118 degrees. Hmm, everything's fine here. It's, it's insane. No totally fine. Stop paying attention to that. Clearly, it is not global warming. <laughs> There's a hurricane in July. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, over in Alabama, um, they're getting ready to execute people, to kill people in all new kinds of ways. Oh. They are building up a nitrogen hypoxia system. Good Lord. That sounds pleasant. I was going to say, it does sound awful. Tell me more. That, I, I think it's not the worst way to die, but... Eesh. So they are the third state, actually. To legalize execution by nitrogen gas. So oh. I, my my understanding is they just flood the chamber with nitrogen. So there's no oxygen. You pass out. You can't survive in that environment. Yeah. I feel like when you said pass out, what you meant to say was painfully suffocate. That's it's what possible. that feels like. <laughs> in an I, agonizing way. I feel like as humans, all through history... For the most part, we've just come up with awfully complicated ways to fucking kill people. Yeah. Like, why was hanging so big? Like, it was awful probably to watch. It was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. I feel like the guillotine was the only one that was like, we're going to make this quick. And, you know, <laughs> it's not really hands on. Well, I think that the hanging was part of it was, you know, public deterrent. They wanted a, a spectacle so people would behave themselves. Same with the guillotine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a head rolling on the ground is pretty good for me. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like now in this day and age, I mean, good lord, the whole machine to do this—it's insane. Yeah, we've been watching a series on Netflix that uh, is—it's called like uh, "I Am a Killer," I think something like that. It's interviewing people who are on death row or were on death row, and uh, yeah, more and more, I am of the opinion that way too many people are on death row, and uh, yeah, shouldn't Should be. be. Yeah, no, some of these states are just fucking bloodthirsty. Yeah, yeah. they really are. Like, it's just crazy. Like, I-, I can't believe people are sitting around thinking of shit like this. Like, hey, what's a new and innovative way we could fucking kill a person, you know? And still to- call themselves pro-life, yeah. <laughs> right, to satiate my hidden bloodlust, because I like to see people fry for their fucking crimes. I like to punish people. Yeah. Like, it's all I'm about really, the in- really into that. 
Yeah. And liberalism leads to pedophilia. We all know this. If I could quote one Kirstie Alley. Yeah, and as we had said before on the on the podcast, Arizona is using Zyklon B. We mentioned that a couple shows ago, what? I think. did we mention that? And yeah. Yeah. Holy smokes. Oh, that oh, might be the week you were out. Missed. No. Yeah. yeah, it must be. Man, that state is falling further and further into insanity. Mm. <laughs> Many of them yeah, are. They're not, they're not taking the time to come up with new things, not in Arizona. Just go with the tried and true classics. What did the Nazis do? Let's do that. Yeah. You know, I once wow. had a dream of visiting all 50 states, like on a drive. <laughs> yeah, Not but many that's more. a terrible yeah, plan. I really feel like there's going to be some red stops where I just avoid a whole fucking state. Yeah. I mean, God forbid I break a law in Arizona. Who knows what's going to happen to me there? Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to drive to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the next thing in news, and uh, yeah, I don't know if we have really much to discuss about it, but I, I, you have to mention it. Um, since we were last recorded, the apartment building in uh, Miami Beach that collapsed, that was horrendous. Yeah. Yes. Also, apparently the only thing in the news. <laughs> well, pretty much. I mean, it's pretty horrendous. So, you know. But uh, so what's the current? They they had to stop for a while, stop searching for people, and then they went back to searching for people, and then they realized the, the parts of the building that was left was dangerous, so now they've demolished the rest of the building, and now they're being hit with a hurricane. So, yeah. I, I don't know what the current numbers are. I know that it's uh, changed drastically. There was They were something like 140, 150 people missing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, not to be morbid, but at this point, is there, I mean, I understand having to recover the bodies, but geez, is there like, what is the rush at this point? Oh, th th yeah, there's no rush at the moment. The, okay. I mean, the only rush is to get bodies to the families so that they can bury right. them. And yeah, it's going to be pretty gruesome. And Jeff tells me that as of today, 36 confirmed dead. Um, that, that number will undoubtedly keep going up. Jeff, My are you in a condo? <laughs> I, I feel like the pictures I've seen, you're on, a, you're like in a house or something, right? Not condo, yeah. So my podcast-related takeaway from this is that um, big business is, as we have stated before, are, don't care about killing us because this is a big business problem. This is a you know, the government doesn't have the balls to actually take care of properties and do infrastructure. Right, and as Alpha says, their insurance will cover it, so they'll be fine. Yeah. Well, someone owned this building, right? It wasn't. It well, it's wasn't owned by a... the condominium. It's it's a group of condominiums, so it's owned by the people that live there in a, in a co-op. And there was there was a group of people that um, represented the people that lived in the building. And in fact, they were all supposed to pony up tens of thousands of dollars to um, fix up the building because they lived there. The building was their responsibility. It's not like it's somebody else's responsibility to fix things when they break. You own it, right? Right, but I'm just saying, I don't understand what the government role in this is. The government role in this is to enforce the um, the safety protocols for the building so that you yeah, get your they, inspections. I, I thought they got like multiple things like you need to get this done by this date. And the, yeah, that, that blah, blah, report blah, blah. came out in 2018. And how much time did they have? <laughs> like, I know, I mean, but <laughs> it was deemed unsafe in 2018, though, fundamentally. It was up to their, uh, yeah, their, their 40 year was coming up next year, I think. You have to do a, a big inspection every 40 years. But 40 years? Maybe maybe that should be a little bit more frequent. I well, don't know. Especially just, just right next to the ocean, where you have water incursion into the into the you know the garage, and it's a it's a salty environment, so it's hard on materials anyway. But yeah, it's it's a it's a breakdown of of infrastructure. I think this is just a breakdown of the condo people. To be quite honest with you, having dealt with shit like this before, 
It's very hard to get groups and groups of people to coordinate and actually spend money on shit. I couldn't even get four people to do it to repair a roof. Yeah, but that's why you need to have, you know, uh, rules in place. That's what that's the role of the government is to have rules in place that prevent things like this from happening. Well, this is Florida we're talking about. You know, maybe that <laughs> yeah. maybe there's a stand your ground rule regarding living in a building for all I know, <laughs> you know, or is, <laughs> yeah. fuck this building. I'm not leaving even if it's falling apart. Uh, they actually um, evacuated another building a couple miles down the road because it had similar issues. They're like, no, <laughs> turns out these kinds of issues can cause problems. Get out of the building now. Grab your pets because you're not coming back. Oh, my God. If I was any person living in any building on this coastline. Mm-hmm. Within blocks away from us, how do you sleep at night not thinking that that could happen? There's an identical building right next door that was built a year later. But those people are really sorry they live there now because now their houses are worth nothing. Yeah. It, it was previously, a, you know, a $600,000 condominium. It's not anymore. <laughs> mm. Yeah, think about all those people, too, who lived in the other side of the building that didn't fall. Like, where huh. do they go? Where did they go? The government ain't helping them out, right? I mean, the Red Cross so, will step in, but... yeah. You know, to rehouse them and shit. I mean, uh-huh. yep, yep. All right, that's all I had on that. I I really didn't have any other Lincoln. It's just a what a mess. Yeah. Um. So moving on to politics. Uh, first, I just want to mention if you have any uh, any option, I really hope you support Carrie Donovan. Uh, she is a state senator in Colorado that is now going to be running for the state house. Uh, not state, uh, for the federal House seat from her district in Colorado uh, against Lauren Boebert. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I've seen her picture all over Facebook. She's spending some money if I'm getting the ads. <laughs> well, I'm sure she's also getting money from all over the place because yeah. Boebert's got to go. She is. Yeah. Oh, disaster. See, even though I agree with that, I really feel like green is the bigger problem. Well, yes, no, I, sure. I agree with that. Both I don't know things. who's running against Green. Maybe I'll look that up for next week. Hmm. Uh, anyway, just wanted to mention her. I also, uh, again, this is my weekly try and find something to, to talk about for uh, Biden. Uh, infrastructure. They're getting close, I guess. Where's the infrastructure deal at? I haven't paid attention to the news today. I heard it's been gutted anyway, so what's the difference? <laughs> well, gutted. It was $1.7 trillion, Now it's $973 billion, so it, it is half, all, you know, a little more than half of what it was. But that's still a lot of money. That could uh, that could do some good. Better than nothing. I'll take it. But, right, you know. and I, I also don't know where it is. Last I heard that they were close to a deal, but Biden was also saying that unless they can achieve – his uh, you know agendas in a different way than than it's like it's a package deal mm-hmm. like he's not going to settle for this compromise if they're not going to compromise elsewhere and i don't know well the real question not, the, good yeah, i was just gonna say i'm not optimistic as usual <laughs> yeah. I, the real question and the only question that matters is does trump want it to go through or not because if he doesn't it's not going anywhere well, why would he want it to go through? He wanted to, he kept touting that he was going to do infrastructure stuff and that never happened. So he certainly doesn't want it to happen with Biden. So. Right. So he'll put out the order and all the Republicans will vote against it and that'll be the end of it. Is this another one that requires 60 votes? No, it doesn't. It actually requires 50. Oh, so which one of our assholes is holding this one up then? <laughs> no one. It requires 60 votes. Oh, it does. I didn't think okay. it did. I thought it was under budget reconciliation. Uh, there's another part that's under budget reconciliation, but that is why he has, you know, he he has formed a, an allegiance with the flaky people who are going to, yes. Oh. So anyway, him and Mitt Romney 
and Alaska lady and <laughs> Maine lady and those people Collins. who, <laughs> yeah, who are waiting to, who are sure Trump has learned his lesson this time. Uh, there's, he's got 10 Republicans that are on board for his $900 million compromise. Okay. They say they will approve it and prevent the filibuster. Okay. Yeah, right. That is what <laughs> and then suddenly changed their mind at the last Also, weren't they already pissed off at Biden, I heard? Like, he, he had them in the meeting, came up with something good, and then he decided to change it. And Susan Collins like, I thought we had a deal. I don't know what's going on. Mm. Uh, I think so. I think that's what I would I, – I did again, I have not checked the details in a while because he was like – they were like, you have to leave out – there's, you know, something that the, the Republicans demanded be left out because they claimed it wasn't infrastructure. Mm. I don't know if it was probably helping, probably helping somebody, right? Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> it was something mental health related yeah. or family leave. Uh, and they were like, no dice. And he was like, OK, but we have to compromise. I'll, you know, I'll come down on the amount of money we're going to spend. But we have to during budget reconciliation, we're going to get these things through. So we'll see. Hmm. I got to be quite honest. I have checked out as far as this one goes because i just feel like there's more i mean not to say that infrastructure isn't important like i just feel like there's other things that are more important that i'm not hearing about so i'm just like whatever no it's very true you know true. get it done don't agree. get it done you know i'm i'm, I'm not going to argue that i mean this is important but there are there are definitely more critical things yeah uh, one part of the uh one part of the budget or the uh the bill that I found interesting is it does include forty billion dollars in new funding for the IRS, Damn which straight. is uh, amazing because the IRS has got nothing but cuts in eight years, two thousand ten to to twenty eighteen was nothing but losses to their budget. So the fact that they're uh, looking to provide more money is, uh, and I mean this is this is a major deal because how is the IRS going to the the whole idea behind this forty billion dollars to the IRS is to try and crack down on um, you know companies and and wealthy who are not paying into uh, the IRS. There's only so many audits they can do. Look how long they've been auditing Donald Trump, like ten yeah. years now. Need to cut more people on this one. Get it moving quicker. I, I don't understand how you can be under audit for so long. I really don't. Like, shouldn't you? Like, I, I when I have a job to do, I usually have deadlines. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't quite get that. Well, I've always wondered about that. Like, he's obviously not under audit anymore, right? Or he never well, I, was. I think he is, but it's irrelevant for all this time. Still, yeah, I think he's audited every oh. single year. Oh, the, I was making the joke that, that he was not under audit anymore. <laughs> Well, he cheats on his taxes every single year. So I think every year they go, oh, crap, here it is just, again. Just, we have to, just we have to fight on, him again. <laughs> an ongoing investigation since 1985, just every yeah, year. Yeah, right. pretty much. Exactly. All right. Uh, next thing that I have in politics. Uh, interestingly enough, Buffalo has its first Democratic Socialist mayor. Hmm. So Byron Brown, who is apparently a friend of uh, Cuomo, the governor of New York, was uh, primaried. By this woman whose name completely eludes me. Where is her name? India there Walton. There you go. India Walton. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, so she is a democratic socialist. She is the first democratic socialist to be the mayor of Buffalo. Uh, she's backed by the Democratic Socialists of America and the Working Families Party. And uh, so nobody, no Republicans are running for the uh, main election. Mm. So pretty much she's going to be mayor. Mm. Wow. That's uh, cool. cool. Come next January. Well, she's black, so I can already see the memes now. 
Because every ill that goes wrong, there will be an awfully racist caricature of her, much like the one of Chicago and oh, any sure. other black mayor that I just see inundated with every day on Facebook. Good luck, Ms. Walton. Yeah, I hope it goes really well. Yeah. Yeah, they're already labeling her with the defund the police thing, which she was never behind, and just all the false, you know, all the lies they can about her, just because the, the word socialist is in is mixed in with her. Uh, Marco Rubio is my next thing. Introduced a bill to allow homeopathy and alt-med products to be classified as medical care for tax deductions. Oh, good lord. Damn it, Marco. I thought we were past this, but apparently nowhere near. What a weaselly piece of shit. <laughs> There's one good thing that Donald Trump did is when he made fun of Marco Rubio. <laughs> What's the money angle in this for him? Oh, I'm sure oh, he got. I don't know, but I'm sure he's I'm sure getting he got money in his pocket. Yeah, or he's got friends who own a company that sells fucking water pills or something. Well, what exactly does this mean? This so bill? benefits like health savings accounts and um, uh, you know any place where you can funnel money tax free, you can now. Well, the bill would allow you to declare homeopathy products. You could pay for it with your HSA. Or, you know, under under medical expenses, so you won't be taxed with it. Okay, so there's definitely, he knows somebody who runs a company, or he's invested in one, something something like that. Okay, I got or it. Or been lobbied by the group, yeah. Yeah, it's or they do, they're something. donating money to him. Right. Because right. he's certainly, we all know Marco Rubio is not looking out for the people. No. Well, he, we know he's not, because he's, you know, saying that homeopathy should be tax deductible. So, no, he's not looking out for the people. True American. Help, he's helping the people. Yeah. How dare you? Marco Rubio goes home every night and humps the American flag. That's how much <laughs> he loves America. Ew. <laughs> Sorry, I really fucking hate Marco Rubio. <laughs> Again, we've been over the homeopathic stuff all all over the place, but just to reiterate, uh, homeopathic remedies are dangerous when they contain nothing because they still leave your illness untreated, and they can be dangerous when they contain something because they may... Poison patients, as we had a story uh, two, three weeks ago. They they actually contain things that are bad for you. That's that is the intent is like cures like, which is just a bullshit argument. It's never right. been true. So so thank you, Jeff. Senator Tim Scott, who is the co-sponsor of the bill, also serves as the co-chair of the industry-controlled Congressional Dietary Supplement Caucus. So I'm guessing that's dietary what... supplement caucus. Dietary Supplement Caucus, yeah. Uh, we're doomed, right? As a, as the human race, we're fucking doomed. Well, <laughs> yeah. Right? Well, sure. <laughs> I mean, these are just a collection of bad choices. But, I mean, if you mean, like, the next major extinction event on Earth is upon us, well, yeah, we're, we're super doomed. But, yeah, these are just greedy scumbags. Yeah. Right, right. But No, but I'm just, no, I'm not even talking any extinction because we're already in that extinction event. Yeah. Yeah. Named after us, too, which is great. Mm. Well, caused um, by us, so it should be. Right. No, I agree. I agree. But I just meant in the sense that, like, all this time of human existence and people are still like, fuck other humans. I don't mm. give a fuck. I got to get mine. You know what I'm saying? That should be the fucking motto. Yeah, the, the Star Trek future of, you know, everybody working together for a common cause is a very, very long way away. Like, I, I mean, again, I mean, I'm not trying to put myself on a fucking pedestal and say that I'm so altruistic and I would do all these things. But like, because I've never been in this position, but I just feel like I have a slightly more empathy than some of these people who are supposed to be 
running our country. And again, there's other places where it's bad, too. I understand there's other places where it's way better hmm. than here. But I just feel like, as a, as a human race, like, we could just not get our fucking shit together. <laughs> at all. Just, just, we're de- it's just a bust. We're, we're definitely in a one step back mode at the moment, instead of two steps forward. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> it definitely feels more like a three steps back, but... I'm sure you didn't think the Marco Rubio story was going to head down this path. <laughs> I, I didn't, but that, that's cool. Uh, so if you want to stay mad at politicians, uh, my next story is uh, on Huffington Post. Uh, General Mar- Mark Milley, I think it's Milley. Uh, yes. He is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs. He was uh, testifying to Congress, <laughs> questioning, being questioned by one Matt Gates, which... How I have a problem with this, and I, I maybe it's just you know kind of the military thing, but what the fuck did Matt Gates do to earn a spot that he can question one of the, the highest ranking military member in in the country? His like, father, his father was won a senator. An election. That's it. <laughs> his What's father that? was a senator. What you, right. you're asking? What he earned? That, that's right there. How dare you even question that? <laughs> Ah, so he was born into money. That gives him the right to question the most experienced military person in the country. Okay. Yeah. Which, you, by the way, went fantastic. Yeah. And if you haven't seen it, it is ah, chef's kiss. It's wonderful. Yeah. It, it is really good. The general did exactly what I would expect a general to do. He maintained composure and just like tore him down. And all Matt Gates could do is shake his head, make a snarky face, and then tweet about it afterwards. Yeah. Well, it, what, what I really loved about it was is that he asked his question and then Millie tried to answer. And Gates was like, I'm not asking you. Uh, he was asking whoever was next to, to Millie. Hmm. And uh, so the guy answered the question, and then the next person who went up was like, "I'd like uh, General Milley to respond to what my my uh, whatever they <laughs> call yeah. my my esteemed right. colleague just said." And then Milley's like, "Cracked his finger." He's like, "Here we go." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that that whole exchange and Gates cutting him off. I'm just like, you know, go fuck yourself. That's I'm I don't sorry. know how that guy's got the balls to open his mouth in public. That's at what all I was anyway. just thinking, Jared. Thank you. Yeah. When you when I hear Matt Gates, my next thought is. You mean the well-known pedophile slash sex trafficker? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let well, alone, I mean, I was saying all he did was win an election, but then you add that on top. What just makes me angry. Yeah. Yeah, he's got some big balls, man. Yeah. But I guess what you know, if you wanna you know, you're gonna argue with somebody about this shit in the same week that Bill Cosby got to go home. <laughs> right. He's probably hey, like I'm- actually that wasn't on my list, so I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> just, yeah, we need to talk about that one, but yeah, I don't know how Gates is on any panel, on any committee, on anything right now. But then again, it's not like the Republicans have any fucking shame at all on anything. Well, they, right. they stripped that, Liz that's Cheney. That's how he's there. Is the, the Republicans are trying to tear down our democracy. That's why he's still there. Right. Yeah, be, be a reasonable Republican and you'll get shit-canned. Well, I wouldn't call Liz Cheney a reasonable Republican. But <laughs> Well, reason, reasonable in the sense that she accepts reality. Sure. She's, yeah, she, she's an awful person, and she and the things that she does are awful, but she's not telling me something I saw didn't exist. Right. She's, she's not bald-faced lying to you. I agree with you. Yeah. She's just, you know, evil. Um, but they, they, they can strip that person of all the committee assignments, but not Matt Gates. Come on. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's mind-boggling. So since you brought it up, yeah, Cosby got to go home. And basically the story is because Cosby testified 
at a civil, civil. hearing to uh, and and gave uh, testimony that incriminating self-incriminating it, it, it was incriminating it didn't lead to his conviction but then he he agreed to give this testimony because he was he, he had an agreement that it wouldn't be used against him he wouldn't be prosecuted and and then the prosecutor came after him it was no, the next it was prosecutor a, a different or the, yeah it was a different prosecutor right, right. 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 that information but because he had this agreement so right. because he admitted to everything well he gets to go home he didn't admit to everything. He admitted well, to but- some things, yes. But because what he admitted to was self-incriminating, and he had an agreement in place, yeah, he gets Mind to go you, home. a verbal agreement, not yeah. a written agreement. I don't even know how this stands up, but- But right. the prosecutors agree that it existed. Right. I guess someone's admitted to saying, yes, that is the deal we made. Right. So, it's fucking insane. If it was anybody else, if it was, you know, somebody wrongfully convicted, I would have a problem with it. I, I mean, I wouldn't have a problem with it. And I can't have a problem with this because what they did was wrong. But that doesn't make me happy because <laughs> it should be in jail. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm still torn on it because I understand what you're saying. But just because one prosecutor gave a verbal commitment that he wouldn't go out, that why does that hold everybody else because they're representing so that, the office. They're not doing it personally. They're representing the office. And yeah. it was the same office next prosecutor that said, oh, I don't agree with that. I'm just going to ignore that, that and um, and ignore his Fifth Amendment rights and prosecute him for these things because everybody's really angry about it. And it's the Me Too movement. And I think I can get away with it. I'm surprised that this didn't come up in the trial, though. Or maybe it did because I don't, I don't recall paying that close I, attention to the Cosby trial. Yeah, I didn't pay much attention to it, but because that but, would have been the first thing out of my mouth. I'm like, uh, my client cut a deal, right? <laughs> Just not not to not to be uh, prosecuted in in return <clears throat> for testifying in a civil case. Yeah, truthfully. also I felt like this just came out of like nowhere. Like there was no talk. Like oh, they're they're looking at the Cosby case or Cosby's lawyers or like they're just like Cosby's out. Guess what? Guess who's going home today? What it went to it, it some sort seem- of appeal judge, didn't it? Right, it's it did it did feel abrupt, but mm. yeah, I I didn't realize because they were like, hey, the Supreme Pennsylvania Supreme Court decided this, and I was like, I didn't even know that was being discussed in the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Right. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's um obviously it makes some logical sense. It's just it sucks. <laughs> well, so uh, again, what I'm understanding is the previous DA said, if you admit to being a serial rapist and let these women sue you. I promise not to press any criminal charges against you. Yes, because it was a civil case, and uh, was it just was it several women, or was it just the one woman, the same woman from uh, Temple? Different woman. It was not the it woman. Was a different that, uh, woman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he says, "Okay, fine," and cuts that deal. I mean, what happened was right. Karen is right. It's all legit. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, I agree. I'm just. It hurts. <laughs> why? Uh, yeah, it's like why go through all the why put us through all this shit. And put him in jail only to go. Why guess would what you we were... offer a? Because they probably a thought serial rapist uh, a deal that's no jail time. Because I assume that whoever made the deal was like, look, we don't really have a ton of evidence or something like that, and was like, look, we just this girl just we need to help this girl for whatever and, reason. And the other part of it was is that the statute of limitations for the the trial that he testified in had already passed, so there was no opportunity for them to prosecute him. Um, for, on those cases. So they, they you know, said, all right, we'll, we'll civil case, doing a civil case. But um, another woman came forward after the fact, and they used mm-hmm. the testimony from the previous case 
um, right. to, to convict him. Okay. Which, again, I don't know how that happens. Mm. How somebody doesn't go, well, we cut a deal with this guy. You can't do this. This is going to blow up in your face. Right, right. Because now the original or the, the second DA who brought the case against him be like, well, thanks for wasting our fucking time and money, asshole. Mm. Right. <laughs> I mean, I guess I get there's some some happiness that he spent two years in fucking jail. Well, and and for the for what he was convicted and, and um, sentenced to, that's approximately what he would have done anyway if he had actually um, co- cooperated in prison. He wasn't going to be if he had cooperated in prison and you know gone to the sex offender thing and done everything that they told him he had to do. He would have been out soon anyway. He was de- being defiant and was going to push it all the way, probably because he knew he was going to get out anyway because of this case, or because he's, he's an asshole. But what I, a I, blow! What a blow to the fucking movement, to women, yeah. to all the women that he fucking did this to. I mean, they all must be just have a pit in their fucking stomach seeing yeah. that smiling fuck walking out of jail. Bigger question. Does Cosby lay low for the rest of his life and sit comfortably with his money? Or does he try to make some kind of comeback in a year or two? Yeah, uh, he just I think he's had it. enough health problems that he's laying low. Yeah, well, I understand. He, yeah, but he's I mostly heard blind he's, at this point. Yeah, but I heard the motherfucker was tweeting right as soon as he got home. And Felicia Rashad, Mrs. Cosby, was back in his ass. She said that this is a great day of him She also then ap- apologized afterwards, but yeah. Oh, she did? Yeah. No. Actors are just like us. Dummies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm very curious to see if he tries to make a podcast or show up on some, sh- you know, maybe he'll show up on like OAN or something like that. Oh, okay. Apparently he said that he's thinking about reviving his comedy career and going on tour, so. Oh my. Well, there you go. Question answered. That'll go well. Sadly, All right, I'm well. going to hit these other stories before <laughs> we run out of time. <laughs> yeah, he'll be on Joe Rogan any day now. <laughs> thanks, thanks alpha that's great <laughs> i don't know if i have anything to say about this this shouldn't be too surprising rudy giuliani has lost his ability to practice law in the state of new york i, don't I mean know. yeah <laughs> he needs to practice so <laughs> that, 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 okay there was no real link yeah. in there i just thought it was amusing something had happened but my only statement you know about time took long enough yeah well i think it, t- it takes a while purposefully so sure Oh, and apparently uh, there's a Rudy Giuliani Legal Defense Fund if you want to contribute money so that uh, you can <laughs> he can fight it. Isn't your boss a fucking billionaire? I heard something. Pay him, but <laughs> I, I I wish I followed up on this, but uh, I caught a news blurb real quick that said it, I think it showed up on my phone, and I only caught half of it, but it says Donald Trump throws Rudy Giuliani under under B, and I was like, oh, I got to remember to read that, and then I forgot, <laughs> which I assumed the rest of that was bus. <laughs> Yeah, supposedly uh, Giuliani said, uh, "You want to pay me now?" And Trump went, "No," <laughs> which is why he has the you know go uh, go fund the go fund fund. Isn't, isn't Rudy's son running for New York mayor? Yes, <laughs> he's yeah. a dum dum. <laughs> he was not happy about his father losing his uh, law license. <laughs> I mean, the video that doesn't show his chin is like his head yeah. is like the bottom third of the of the video. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> yes. Yeah, so he put the he put the phone on a ten foot pole or something. <laughs> I also read that de Blasio is not going to be the Democratic candidate for mayor. It's somebody no, he else. He wasn't running, I didn't think. Oh, he wasn't running? Oh, okay. No. I didn't know if he was not running or not. It's no. been such a mess, though. I mean, there's just how they're doing it is it's so convoluted. Yes. 
I think they declared somebody this this, this afternoon, but I didn't care oh, enough did to they? look it up. I, did, <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear. It was like <laughs> if you didn't get if one person didn't get fifty percent, then they would knock somebody off the list, and then because you had you had to vote for A and B, like your favorite and your next favorite. Right. And so yeah. if if your favorite got taken off the list, your next favorite would that's who would get your vote. And yeah, that's that's, uh, that's actually voting. a good method. It is. Yeah. If they would actually, you know, do it properly, but they didn't. They had these giant gaps of time in between. Eric Adams, that's his name. Oh, that was the guy who they weren't sure that he actually lived in New York because yes, I think. he was talking about his apartment, which was clearly not his apartment. Was he was born in son? Kenya, too? I don't believe so. <laughs> They'll accuse him of that, I'm sure, but yeah, he's a Brooklyn Borough president, so. I know yeah. there's some crazy cop guy running, too, right? Probably on the other side. Well, th- no Republican is going to win New York City. That That's crazy talk. I don't know. Anything's possible these days. Anyway, Rudy Giuliani. What a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for wrapping that back. Um, so the next couple things are, are kind of humorous. I'm going to do them in, in kind of opposite order. Um, Adam Schiff, just so we're clear, uh, Adam Schiff has not been arrested and is not currently in jail. That is uh, one of the good, good two conspiracies, <laughs> apparently. Oh, well, yeah, you go down that. If we're going to talk about conspiracies, that's a, a, a mild one compared to a bunch of them. But this is this one actually made it onto Reuters. Like, this has oh. to be addressed by Reuters. Wow. <laughs> that's how much traction it got. This is the huh. first I'm hearing about it. Yeah, so the, the theory was that he was arrested by the military. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't even, like, I can't even, I don't know. Can the military do that? No. Um, Another one, uh, well, this isn't a conspiracy thing. This is is real. Trump, uh, what was it, a new book that came out, was talking about, uh, apparently while he was in office, he wanted the Justice Department to go after Saturday Night Live for making fun of him. You're making fun of me. (laughs) That is a sign of a very secure man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That is insane. Yeah. At the same time, uh, there's a Huffington Post article that talks about the uh, Michigan Senate coming out and giving their results for their, their the election in Michigan, and they basically said, "Yeah, there's we found no evidence of anything that the Republicans are talking about, like none." Hire That's, cyber ninja; they'll find something. The Michigan yeah. Senate GOP probe, to be more specific. Right. <laughs> right. This is also Republicans who came out and said, "Yeah, no." Oh, they must be rhinos then, right? Must be. I love it that he calls them Rhino Republicans, because <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. he's a dum dum. So I mentioned this at the beginning of the uh, the beginning of the show. Another QAnon theory: There's a photo that was posted by the president or the you know the president's office talking about a strategy call that Biden was on, and in the back of the picture. There is a picture of Biden on the phone, right? And you can see the reflections of other people in the Oval Office, in the the window behind Biden. QAnon conspiracy theory is that the one reflection, because it's like a square-shaped head, <laughs> that's Donald Trump. He's still in the White House. He's still, he's still running things. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> that's bold. Boy, they are grasping. Yeah. They are oh. grasping. Wow. Yeah, this was being propagated by QAnon influencers. There's QAnon influencers now. <laughs> Damn it, Ian. That's a job we could have done. <laughs> I know. <laughs> now, there's got to be a photo out there somewhere with red circles and arrows and, and feet height, you know, calculating 
you know, how far away Biden is from the desk and how far away the window is from Biden to I'm figure sure. out that that is the exact height that Donald Trump is. Even though, yes, that is a very squarish head. That person is clearly shorter than Donald Trump. Here. I think it looks, we'll post this. I think it looks something like this. I'll post it in uh, Discord for people <laughs> oh, to see. <laughs> Ran into that earlier today. I'm like, that is amazing. <laughs> wow. I need to copy that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else do I have here? Um, oh, yeah. Supreme Court. I had to mention this while we're on politics. Supreme Court made a ruling earlier this week, I think it was, that uh, clears the way for Biden to fire people that Trump put in place. So I don't have, I don't remember all the exact details of this, but they made a ruling on that allows the executive office to basically remove anybody without that that was posted there by the by an executive office without going through like senate hearings and and stuff like that that's crazy cuz it seems so logical yeah. right well, it seems like some ca- some places you can do this and some places you can't like your cabinet clearly you can that makes perfect sense right but it seems but like, like in, there was other spots one person you can they're talking as well. about is is in charge of the social security does this mean he could fire finally fire to joy oh that would be he nice should be able to I am so sure. Why do I feel like Donald Trump didn't have this problem? I don't know. I agree with you, but I I, I feel like the longer I do this show, the less understanding of how government work <laughs> I have. Either I mean, that or I become more aware that anything I learned in civics in, in high school and college was not really true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know there was a, such a thing as a lot of Obama holdovers, but I just thought that was due to, like, incompetence and then, them, you know, not knowing everything and not getting to everybody. Right. Well, and people didn't want to leave their departments high and dry, so they were waiting for their replacement to show up, and they never showed up. <laughs> well, right, but I'm just saying, like, apparently, it, like, it is just not easy to fire somebody. It's uh, I don't, I don't know. Well, it's civil, a lot of it's civil service work, and it is hard to fire somebody in civil service. You'll get, you know, sued. So, but again, I feel like Trump just got rid of everybody he wanted to, and just put one of his dudes in there, and it never was an issue. Yeah, I never heard that Donald Trump was having a problem getting rid of somebody who worked for Obama. I would agree that that sounds, yeah, like what happened. I don't uh, know. Yep, I remember it that way as well, but I don't know. It's really complicated. I, I did have a few other, there's a few other uh, rulings that came out that are in this Washington Post article that I wanted to mention. The one in particular, so the, the Supreme Court is like, so you would expect them to be like completely conservative, and they've been like all over the place. So they sided with a credit agency, which of course they did. Big business, sure. Right. They, uh, they sided with oil refineries. Of course they did. Yeah. Um, but they also sided with native Alaskans in a, a ruling. So if you want all the details, I'm only going to get into one of them here. That You can take a look at the article. Uh, but in a five to four decision in regards to the credit agency, what happened was TransUnion, right? These are the people who basically, they're, they're one of the like three. three or four companies that decide what your credit rating is. They had – there was a class action lawsuit against them that affected 8,185 individuals. They brought a $40 million lawsuit saying that their information was distributed to a third party and they were there to recover the damages done by the transunion sharing their information with the third party without authorization. So Kavanaugh wrote in his – in whatever he wrote up. That there's no concrete harm 
so there's no standing. His argument is that because only 1,800 of those people actually had information distributed and, and, and used against them, it, that was not enough people for the Constitution to cover the ruling. So the Constitution doesn't come into effect because you didn't have you not enough people were hurt. Hmm. That seems odd, but continue. It, mm-hmm. it definitely seems odd. And was did uh, he offer an, a number that he was more comfortable <laughs> with that the Constitution points out? Like <laughs> right, and I don't remember who it was, but it might have been Kagan who came back and said, "Yeah, that's not a thing. The Constitution is for everyone. You don't need a certain number of people." In order for the Constitution to apply. Yeah. If the South had just kept that slave number under that number, (laughs) they'd still have slaves today. But they went, they got greedy, Ian, and they went over that number. (laughs) We had to step in. There were more people in the South that were enslaved that were were not enslaved. I never realized that. They went over their percentage. (laughs) We we just tangented hard. (laughs) We did. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, that was, so... Basically, Kavanaugh saying, I'm going to side with a corporation because I like corporations and I don't really understand how the Constitution works. And I'm now going to put that in writing. Great. <laughs> I'm Kavanaugh. That's my bag, baby. <laughs> I guess. Uh, in any case, there, there's more examples there. But that was the one I wanted to mention. Uh, anything else in politics? I've got like one COVID story, but I didn't want to skip if there was something. Because it's been two weeks, man. There's been so much. I'm sure I've missed <laughs> stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we missed a ton, too. Um, I have one tiny short thing, hopefully, just in the because we're apparently when you when you need national news attention to debunk nonsense you've seen on Facebook. uh, Apparently, today I was enjoying an article. uh, Apparently, Facebook says that the women's U.S. national soccer team turned their backs on a World War Two vet that was playing the harmonica national anthem at one of their games. What? And like. Apparently, again, like you said, apparently this was prolific enough to the point where people on uh, the Huffington Post and on Yahoo News felt the need to address it and let you know that it simply was not true. Wow. Uh, I just found that that needlessly surprising <laughs> because I had no idea that this had happened. I had no idea this was an issue, but apparently debunking Rapidly. misinformation and memes on Facebook is is now we require actual journalists. Wow. Just so Snopes is no longer enough. Right, Snopes no. is liberal right. owned. Oh right, forgot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Which they're not in any no, way. I know, I know, I know. But but you are if you actually tell the truth. Don't you understand how this works? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently, if you tell the truth and have an education, you're obviously liberal. Goddamn George Soros. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a friend who um, has lost his fucking mind and. Uh, Oh my God! Is the women's soccer team a big issue for him? Then really? really? Oh my God! The fact that they demand pay as much as the oh. men, uh, because they don't pull in the numbers that the men do, and that they got beat by a fifth grade soccer team or something to that effect. I, I mean, I'm sure I, that's false. Yeah. I listen. I would be willing to stake many things on the fact that that has to be 100% false. <laughs> I really let a lot of it wash over me sometimes because I know I'm just like I could spend hours just. You know, finding articles proving why you're wrong. But mm. <laughs> that one I didn't believe. I just accepted that he believed it. And there was nothing I could do to stop it. <laughs> <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, it didn't bubble to the top. Yeah. Uh, all right. Hit uh, coronavirus real quick. So we still have a whole bunch of links on uh, the webpage for the coronavirus. 
Uh, we've got the dashboard from Johns Hopkins uh, Resource Center for for phony COVID products. The the COVID numbers by county. If you're curious as to whether or not you should still be taking it seriously, which apparently nobody is. So you know you can just do whatever you want. Apparently, uh, one article that I want that I found interesting: uh, the Delta variant getting rampant in the United States now. It's being found, uh, I thought it was, uh, where it was like uh, 26% of all cases now are the, the Delta variant. And strangely enough, uh, article in the Washington Post again, the Delta variant is found spreading way more rapidly in areas that have low vaccination counts. Who'd have thought? Weird. Or exactly what you'd expect. I actually saw this on CNN. Like they, they had a, a thing, a story on CNN about the fact that the Delta variant was spreading more rapidly in places where people weren't vaccinated. It is so surprising that that is the case. Yeah. There was a story in, out of Michigan, I think, that there's a, a one particular area in Michigan that is hot, very, very high cases, and one of their hospitals ran out of, incub- out of um, respirators. So I mean, we, it's less widespread now, but we still have pockets of, oh, crap, there's not enough oxygen, there's not enough respirators, we don't have enough medication, we don't have enough staff, et cetera. If you want to see where those hotspots are, again, we have that county by county <laughs> link uh, that you can take a look at. So, all right, uh, a couple of religious nonsense things. Uh, I should have put this in a f- in the follow up section at the beginning, but uh, the uh, U.S. bishops came out and said that uh, we are not trying to stop people from getting communion. We're not going to try and stop Biden from from having communion. That's not oh. what the intention of this was. That's which, exactly what you're trying, but please continue. Which That specifically was what they were saying that they right. were doing. Like, so. yeah. word for word what they said. I think the word came down from uh, the Vatican and they went, oh, okay, we'll, we'll back up a little. <laughs> so, in any case, Biden's going to continue to have communion. I know you were worried. <laughs> well, it's in the Constitution, right? He has to in order to stay president. Take communion? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I'm learning all kinds of new things about the Constitution. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody knows how the government works. No. Another thing, Texas Board of Education, and I know as soon as I start the sentence, it sounds bad, because as we all know, the Texas Board of Education makes decisions and it affects uh, countrywide because (laughs) they make decisions about textbooks and it affects how, who makes textbooks because that's, that's where most of them are sold. So whatever Texas decides, that sets a standard. However, Yikes. in this case, they have approved a science curriculum that acknowledges the reality of climate change. Oh. It's not a huge step. It just acknowledges that climate change is happening. But, I mean, that's a pretty big step for Texas. Well, they're just not blaming, you know, dinosaurs or something stupid. <laughs> well, I guess that, even though it is kind of their fault, because that's where oil comes from. Anyway, sorry. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just wanted to mention also, uh, if you didn't see it, uh, John Oliver on uh, last week tonight had a whole big thing on Christian health care sharing ministries uh, that uh, are an alternative to health insurance. They're an alternative to health insurance in kind of the same way that homeopathy is an alternative to <laughs> medicine. Well, I, I think it started better than it, where it is currently because, you know, money, profit, People are dicks. Um, it started with like the the Amish didn't want they wanted to have their own healthcare cooperative. So everybody pools their money and works together and tries to stay healthy and pay for each other's um, healthcare. That is right. kind of where it started. And for them, as a society, they have a member of the society who has fallen ill. Yeah, they're all going to chip together and help. I right. Sure, I totally grasp that. Right. I think that's where it started. But of course, it's been 
turned into something horrific. And I mean, I don't really want to get into all the detail. He spent like 20 minutes on it, so it's not incredibly simple. But basically, the idea is you join one of these. uh, You pretty much have to be a Christian. You pretty much have to follow all the rules. One example was a woman was assaulted outside of a bar uh, late at night. She went to the hospital. The way it works is you have to pay all your medical bills yourself, and then you file for reimbursement with uh, with this group, and then they might give you your money back. In this case, she didn't get her money back because she was outside of a bar late at night, and what are you doing there? You're not Christian. You're not being Christian, so we're not going to give you any money. Right. <laughs> she should have told them she was handing out Bibles. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to win back people who had been gone astray. Dressed in a short dress. I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I thought this was a situation where you paid into this fund, and then when you got sick, a bunch of people came and just prayed over your bed that you got better. <laughs> it's slightly better than that, but they can still turn you down if you, your, you know, your skirt is too short or, you know, you want birth control, heaven forbid, literally. So it's almost just like regular insurance, just for other different reasons they're going to turn you down. <laughs> and, and much higher volume of turning you down. Yeah. I mean, my insurance company turned me down because they were just like, eh, we don't feel like you need that. <laughs> they didn't really even give me a reason. They're just like... We're not, just don't feel like dealing that. Hmm. Like, oh, okay. Hmm. What fucking dummies? Yeah. Who would yeah. sign up for that? <laughs> and Christians. One, one glorious piece of it is, uh, this is a quote-unquote alternative for health insurance. It is in no way insurance, and it doesn't follow any, it doesn't have to follow any of the rules of health insurance. It has no oversight, and they can basically do whatever they want, but because you're in one of these, you if you are in one of these, you no longer have to pay into uh, health insurance like everybody else. Like the the Affordable Care Act and the idea that everybody has to you know buy into it for it to work. This is an exemption. So, right. mm. so if you want to avoid the Patient Protection Affordable Care Act, you can just give your money to the church and receive nothing back, Correct. and yeah. it counts as health insurance. Yes. Yep. All right. Good for you, man. <laughs> yeah. Bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Final story, last thing I wanted to mention. Fukushima. Remember the Fukushima nuclear power plant? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like two or three years ago. Yeah. So there's an article, t- uh, 10 years ago, as it turns out. <gasps> there's an article about it. And I found this article very interesting. So what do you what do you think about when you hear about the Fukushima nuclear power plant? Generally, I think about the argument that, well, obviously, nuclear power plants are not safe. This proves that. Well, That's the uh, argument. That, yeah. That one was a badly situated. It was right next to the sea. Bad idea. It's in an area that gets tsunamis. Not a good idea. I think they can be safer. They're never 100% because nuclear energy. But this is a particularly unsafe one. That's what I think of. So how bad was that, specifically the nuclear power plant, how bad of a disaster was it? Oh, enormous. In I what mean, way? They still have giant tanks of radioactive water that they have no place to send them. So they're just dumping them into the ocean now. They're like, it should, it'll be fine. <laughs> it, it won't be a problem. So the article basically is that the disaster was the earthquake and, and related tsunami. Sure. 300,000 people were displaced. Um, 230,000 people in disaster ref, uh, refugees that, that, that got moved. Between somewhere between fifteen and twenty thousand people were killed by the tsunami. 
So, but they want in the article, it, it really specifies and talks about the nuclear radiation that was released. How many people died from the radiation because of this uh, power plant and, Zero. and the disaster? Zero. Zero. I think there some of some of the older generation people that worked at the plant um, volunteered to take uh, massive hits of radiation because they knew it would not cause cancer in their remaining lifetime. So there were sacrifices made by some people that prevented the the loss of life. I so, sure I remember hearing a story about this, but yeah, if you were to compare, like a lot of people compare it to the, it's like Chernobyl level event, which oh no, it was not it, bad. It's really not. No. <laughs> it's not anywhere near. Uh, where Chernobyl was, uh, it was it was contained somewhat reasonably quick, uh, considering the fact that they were without power for days and had no control over over any of the systems. In any case, I I would suggest taking a look at this article because it goes into all the details of what was done, when things happened, and consistently when you hear about the Fukushima nuclear power plant. It's always brought up as a disaster, as a horrendous disaster, and how a, a nuclear energy should not be used. And I think my whole my whole argument and the argument of this article is it wasn't as bad as it was made out to be. The tsunami was horrendous and sure. was a devastating event. However, I mean, for the most part, the nuclear power plant, while yes, it was a disaster didn't cause the loss of life that is normally associated with it. Sure. And because the because the loss of life was so low, it wasn't covered by the Constitution? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly. Japan. I think that the point that Ray is trying to make is that, and what I've heard, is that most nuclear power plants are perfectly safe. They really are. He's completely correct. Yeah. yeah. And that, I fully and that, agree with him. And that people, you know, as soon as they hear nuclear power, lose their shit. The, the problem exactly. is with the potential... The, the potential for disaster exists in every single one of them. And people, well, I are, guess idi- people are idiots. You keep for, I mean, don't forget I, that. <laughs> but there's people who are living in a condo in Florida who, you know, I mean, like, shit happens sometimes, you know. Yeah, but they, th- know, there's, they, there's things that we can prevent from happening. We can prevent black lung. We can prevent, um, you know, condominiums from falling down. We can prevent nuclear power plants exploding and, and populate, you know, and contaminating half of Japan. It can happen. There, the potential exists for giant disaster, but just because this one wasn't a giant disaster doesn't mean there won't be a giant disaster. Yeah, but what what I thought Ray was saying is that there there is a stigma behind nuclear power plants, and that shouldn't be, which probably prevents you know a lot of them going up. Yeah, but Correct. I mean, you look at Chernobyl, though. I mean, there's a whole giant hole in the middle of what is it now, Czechoslovakia? Yeah. I think. Yeah. Also, that was Russia. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> sure. I mean, seriously. No, I, I, right. It's the potential that's worrisome. The, the potential is there, but that shouldn't block, you know, the progress from moving forward. So then I, I would try to compare it to something. So I was reading an article today about someone who is suing Tesla because uh, they got into a crash with a Tesla self-driving automobile and their 15-year-old son was killed in the crash. So they're suing Tesla because of the their autopilot. And I... I guess my this this fantasy that cars are somehow more dangerous because <laughs> of the Tesla autopilot program, like that's the only thing that causes car crashes right. is Tesla's on autopilot. Like they're just killing machines yeah. that are out to wipe out the human race. And that's just simply not the case. True. Like a car accident can happen to anyone driving any vehicle. So to target something 
that people think is spooky for whatever reason that they don't fully understand it is inappropriate. And I think that applies to this. I think nuclear power is something that is, uh, by and large, very safe and uh, very practical. And the fact that the potential exists within it for an unbelievable catastrophe, while true, it's it's never really been realized, and it's not something people should be so afraid of. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're not convincing Karen, but that's exactly yeah, yeah, yes, that's, true. That, that, that's exactly what I was trying to go for. Thank you, Joshua. It's in, in the Ukraine is where Chernobyl is, and it's still a, a uninhabitable around. But it was run by Russian government, right? Yeah. Normally, they're pretty you know efficient. <laughs> Or at least they, they were in response to the disaster. Yeah. I watched three episodes of Chernobyl. It's pretty brutal. <laughs> I mean, that was killed by, um, you know, red tape. <laughs> I mean, that error. really made the disaster worse. Yes, yeah. absolutely. But yeah, the Ukraine was part of the USSR at the time. So it would have been under Russian jurisdiction. So uh, that's all I have. You guys have anything else? Not I. I do not. Okie dokie. Nope. Um, all right. So uh, that's going to be it for this week. Thanks to our patrons for support of the podcast, especially uh, Jeff, Alpha, Grinch, and Joshua, who uh, joined us, fact check us as we go and provide information. Really do appreciate it. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you could join them on our Patreon page. You can uh, share the podcast on social media or leave a review. We would appreciate it. Uh, you could also contact us on our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Also, I'd like to encourage everyone to check out the soon-to-be-named network. It is a podcasting network. You can find a whole host of podcasts for your listening pleasure, soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you. (laughs) 